Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, everyone. So good to see everybody's faces. How we doing, Hope Community Church? <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> there we go, there we go. So, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty glad that uh, me and, and Karen really ultimately ended up calling this the Spirit of God in Kenya and dot, dot, dot. Because usually, uh, so, so I sent a little blurb, right? The blurb didn't end up in the bulletin. And obviously, the Holy Spirit is not just in Kenya, right? I mean, look, unbelievable, right? A camera crew, so just unreal. Uh, the Holy Spirit is just really at work no matter where you are uh, at, at all times. It's, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. And this place, right? So, so being, uh, being in Kenya, right? And this, uh, this building that we have here, when you think about it globally, right? I mean, we have the, the patriarchs and the prophets, right? Abraham, Moses, Isaiah, John the Baptist. We have the saints, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we have, we have Peter and Paul like, reaching up to the sky. And what a beautiful, beautiful space that we have right here that, that we're all experiencing as we speak. Thank you. It's unexpected. All right, let, uh, let, let's, uh, let's start out with a uh, prayer, yeah? <clears throat> Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the day. Thank you so much for, for everything that, that you bring. Uh, thank you so very much for the experience of being able to go to Kenya. Um, you know, two people from, from our church went, but it was really us as a, as a, as a spirit, right? The, the whole church, we were all there in spirit, and everyone that, that gave, everyone that prayed, and, and everyone that, that, that watches this, uh, you know, everyone that's here right now, um, you know, you are active everywhere, and we thank you for that, and I pray that, that you give us minds to hear your word, your action, pierce our hearts, and Jesus, in your example, in your name we pray, amen. All right, so we, uh, we have some slides. I was going to, I wanted to just tell stories, right? I was like, ah, I don't want to do any slides, but and I talked to some advisors, and they were like, you know, maybe you should, you should do some slides. So, so we, made, we, made, we made, made a few slides. And then this is uh, the international sign. I found this out when I was in Kenya for, for slide action, right? When you, when you go like that, yeah. Learned a lot while I was there. So, uh, so this is the team, right, that, uh, that went off to Kenya. Uh, and, I mean, it was such an incredible time. And it's amazing, just, uh, just presence, Right, that was one thing that, that I didn't realize so much, uh, just just in general. Right, I mean Romans twelve thirteen, share with the Lord's people who are in need, share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality, right? And that word hospitality, I always really looked at it just as hospitality in terms of like having people over your place, which for me is is a is a nightmare. Really, if there's one thing I wouldn't want to do, it's host a party. That is the number one least thing that, that, that I would want to do. But, but that word, hospitality, right? So, so in Greek, it's uh, phylexina, which is love to strangers, right? So it's also, I mean, it's really <laughs> living out the Great Commission, right? Loving your neighbor as, as you would love yourself. And just that, 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 really that presence of just being there was so important right off the jump. That was one of the first things. You know, people were like, just thank you, thank you for being here. And uh, that was startling, really, just, just immediately. Uh. 
All right, so this, this is the next slide, and you can kind of see, and then, um, so as, uh, as Josh had mentioned, um, Jim Hall, right, he's the one that really led, led the trip. It was five different churches, nine people that went. I mean, how great is that, right, the, the teamwork and, and God working together with, with all the different churches to go out to start with one Kenya, um, and Hope Church has been doing this for, you know, about 10 years or so now, all right, since the, the Genesis and um, so really shows you, you know, everybody coming in and, uh, and, and, and packing in. And that's Sam there on the left. Uh, and he's, he was like the translator and whatnot. Um, and, uh, but, but so the, the point with Jim Hall, right? And Josh had mentioned that uh, he did a blog. And I don't know, because we're doing so much every day, I, I don't know how he got back at the end of the day to be able to put the blog together with different pictures and descriptions of everything that happened. So there's only a few really slides it could go through here unless we wanted to spend like three hours, which I, does anybody want to spend three hours? No hands. Yeah, 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 me neither. So, uh, so <clears throat> this was, uh, this was Sam. And then you can, you can kind of see like the, the feces water, uh, you know, if, if it's a, well, yeah, I kind of jumped the gun there. So, so the water, you know, was like dirty and whatnot, and it like literally has like feces and whatnot in it. And then it's, it's filtered here, right, down. And that's the, the old model in the middle. And the newer model's there on the right. There we go. I'm learning. So, uh, and then this is, uh, this is where we're teaching them. And I didn't realize as well, clean water, how important it is, right? It seemed to me that, you know, going to Kenya, it's an entire 24-hour trip, I had done house build trips in the past when I was in Southern California going to Mexico, and honestly, we're, it was life-changing for me, but this one seemed like you know, such a bigger deal. And, but it transforms the community, right? When people come, they are so thankful that we're there, that, that you were there, right? That Kathy and I were there, uh, that the nine of us were there, and so we're, we're telling them about, uh, it was like a three-stage process with, with different posters and whatnot, explaining it. So really transforms the community in terms of people don't get sick from the water, so they don't spread the, spread the diseases. You talked about washing hands and everything. And then even with the, with the feces part and flies going all around. So it's really so much more important to the community than I really had realized until, until being there. And this is part of that explanatory process. And uh, Kathy's the one uh, giving the explanation at this uh, section right there. You can see her. So this is uh, Dale, right? He was one of the guys, and he is drinking the water right there that's been filtered. So you got to drink the Kool-Aid, prove the product, right? And that's, uh, that's what he's doing right there. Yeah. All right, and then this is uh, ophthalmologist. So that's Dr. Chris. That's Kathy holding the head, right? And so he's doing his doctor thing, right? Figuring out what sort of glasses are going to be, going to be needed. Uh, all right. And then so you can see the different glasses there. So, uh, so the person will come in initially. They'll look at a chart. They'll sort of get an, get an idea for what type of glasses they may need. And then uh, we had uh, floaters that would get the glasses. And then they would bring them around to the chart here at the end. And we would practice the glasses. Like you would start at the, at the top there. It has like an E and then a C and an F. And you go through to see what their vision's like initially. And then as you go down, and you know, obviously we're looking for the glasses that'll work the best to, to improve their, their vision. And then <laughs> me on the left there, right? I was going through the Bible in one year, Proverbs. 
And I, I was obviously in deep thought. I, you know, I, 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 maybe we'll talk about that in the future, huh? So, but this person right here in the center, so she literally asked us to pray for her for rain. Asked to pray for rain. Just thinking about that. I mean, we're, we're unhappy if we don't have hot water, right? And, and praying for rain. And every time that it rained, right? So, and we, we prayed for it in the moment here for rain. And, uh, and every time it rained from then on out, I always thought about it. This is in Gitawamba. You know, is it, is it raining in Gitawamba too? You know, because we were in different parts of Kenya, right? And uh, just how much of God is just a part of, of the culture and their everyday life, right? It's like the more things that, that we get, right? But the, the contentment, as we'll talk more about, that they have with God regardless of, of what they have, was such a wonder to see. And uh, notice the, uh, the mud hut, too, on the right there. Just keep that in mind for, uh, for, a, for a story to come. All right, so uh, this is a construction project. So here, it's, uh, it's an add-on to the school, uh, laying concrete. Um, so there's some of the university students, uh, some start with one Kenya workers that are doing it, and then, uh, and then just, you know, we're, we're there as well. Um, it, was, it was the guys, and then the ladies were off doing another project, working with, uh, with different schools and whatnot. Kathy was a, was a part of, of that piece. But uh, this is the school in general, so you can see what they've done. So this was from nothing. So there was no school in Gitawamba. This is Start With One Kenya, so Chat and Bill Coble that, that we work with that made this school. And you can see, like, there... Right, there's that piece. There's another piece that goes off to the right behind that blue roof. That's a whole courtyard to play in for the kids. And then that other piece that they're building is behind, back over there. There's 500 kids that go to this school. So nothing to a school for 500 kids. And then the way and the process, we're going to see that, that they developed them was just unbelievably astounding as, and, and was one of the first things, right, to, to, that we're, we're going to really touch on. And then that, that's, that shows you the school, right, and just the, the name of it and whatnot. Uh, and really the way that they're working with the community, too, right? It's really important with the village for it to be, for them to own it, right? Them to have the teachers, for, for the government to be a part of working with the school, as opposed to, you know, start with one Kenya. They don't want to be the ones running it. They want it to be self-sustaining the community. Right, and uh, so the kids, right? So this is Joshua. They found him in the bush, which is the woods, and he's two weeks old. They just found him there, and so that's the way a, a lot of these stories begin. And then uh, this right here, so. He's in like a like an animal pen. So this whole part right now that we're looking at, it's a part of Aunt Jane's ministry. So he's in a uh, which I'll explain that a little bit. But so he's in a part of a uh, a pen for animals. He's holding a goat right now, and he's too emotionally damaged. He can't go to school, right? He he just can't sit through a classroom. His mom was emotionally abusing him and biting him, and he has bite marks all over his body. Um, so that's, that. and we, there's some people that start with one Kenya that came from, from Aunt Jane, Aunt Jane. 
And then this is the school, right? So get to Wamba, right? So they take these kids, transform them completely, which is going to be this, the first point here. And then, I mean, there's 500 kids in this get to Wamba school. And then ultimately, here's the kids that are in university. These are the ones that we spent a ton of time with that were awesome, right? So, so they were so they were so, so hard working. They were so well mannered. They were so intelligent and well learned. So respectful. The, the transformation was was so great. So top left, that's Wilson, and then we have Lamech, and then I'm going to say, and then it's Lydia, and then I'm going to say Skip when it's not a student. So Skip, 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 and you have Jackson in his suit. That's Moses in his suit, and then next line down, Skip. That's Peter, Skip, and then that's John. Right, and then they were just awesome kids to get to know, to keep in contact with, uh, and, you know. And that, that's so the sponsorships, right? They start with what we saw in the beginning with Joshua, and really transforming. And then you know these are going to be the future leaders. So that's that's what Star Wars One Kenya. That's what these sponsorships, right, that we're doing as a church. That's what that's what they mean. So. Uh, for the scripture. So there's uh, three different pieces of scripture really want to hit. And the first one is what we read, what Joyce read for us. Uh, so it's that, it's, it's in your bulletins. And I'm uh, really going to do it from, from 2 Corinthians 1 uh, 3 through 4. <clears throat> so let's read the scripture and then discuss. Praise be to God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. And it was so incredible to see the transformation, right? So, so many coming from a background where it's, it's abuse, right? They, they have an emotional family that has really uh, led to, to a lot of abuse for, for, for the kids. And then to give them a gift of an eternal Father in heaven that loves you forever and will always be there for you is so transformational. It's a brand new family that you're brought into, a brand new Father that you have, right? The earthly peace doesn't matter. We're talking about the eternal factor. So uh, myself, right? I, I spent uh, two and a half years in social work, two two careers ago, and I, looking back on it now, from the experience that we had here, I feel like honestly didn't do much of anything. Right? Was just really facilitating, not really offering anything. Right? We were making like lesson plans and what whatnot, like doing some different things, but the gift. That, that these kids are offered, right? An eternal Father in heaven that loves you forever. And just the gift that that is in, the Jesus, in Jesus, right? And the transformational power and seeing that firsthand. And I had never, I personally, you know, never saw it firsthand. Maybe, maybe some of you have, right? But, but to see ministries that are acting in that way and a culture that's acting in that way and, and, the way that that is transforming lives. I feel like I spent two and a half years, right? I mean, did, did a little bit, but I mean, just facilitating and spinning wheels compared to offering 
the eternal Father that is there for you forever to change your life. I want to transition from there. Uh, there's uh, Mama Cecilia. So uh, we had an experience uh, when we were in Gitawamba, so, uh, which was right by that, that school. Um, and <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> we, we, the, the guy that you saw drinking the water, Dale, right? Awesome guy, super high energy, uh, great, great person. And he was like, you know, Corey, do you, uh, you want to go to see Mama Cecilia? And I was like, of course, right? Like, like let's, let's go. And then uh, and Kathy was, was with us as well. There was about six of us that went. And so, uh, so we're walking, you know, a little bit down a dirt road, and then, uh, and then we get up to where her, uh, like, her mud house is, like a, like a mud hut, right? And there's, uh, there's this brush in front of it, and there's a dog that's there, kind of like just, you know, sort of percolating a little bit, you know, and, and, uh, and Dale's like, you know, Mama Cecilia, Mama Cecilia, you know, call, calling for her, and she's not answering. And, uh, and I'm like, you know, thinking like, you know, Dale, there's a dog here, like, you know, maybe like, you know, guard dog, like maybe, you know, she's not home, right? And he's like, oh, no, 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 this is Mama Cecilia. So little, like, did I know, you know, he's been there like nine times, he's met, been, been to Kenya like nine times, he's met her like seven times, right? So the, the brush and whatnot, he starts just clearing it out, right? It's like walking in, and I'm thinking about like this guard dog that's here, you know? And then the dog ends up laying, like, like so then we, we all go through, and, uh, and it's, uh, the dog ends up just sleeping there. And I, you know, so the way that it turns out, I had no idea in, in Kenya. So the pets, like, they're not really completely owned, right? So they're fed by, you know, the house that they're at, but, but it's not technically, like, the owner, right? So it's like a dog, it just kind of hangs around. So by the time we go through, it's just completely snoozing, you know, hanging out there. So then we go around, we go into her, into her, uh, you know, mud hut, and she had some uh, some couches there. And Dale's like, just said, "Mama Cecilia," you know, and then she's like, oh, "I'll be right out," you know. So we didn't even talk to her until we were in her house, her in her in her mud hut, right? And uh, so 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 she ends up coming out and. Uh, when, when she comes out, so she has like a, a tourniquet on with a with a kid on her back. She has a like a baby on her back. She has a two-year-old on her thigh. There's like a four-year-old that comes out of the back room, right? So there's three there, and then she had eight kids that were going to the school. So she had 11 kids that were living with her, and it was just her, right? And so so we were gonna have some tea, and little did I know we were about to have a, a sermon too, right? Not an official sermon. But I mean, a sermon that, that, that was so wonderful. And, uh, and getting into that, I want to read the, the scripture that, that popped out to me. Um, so it, it's, such a, it's such a well-known verse, right? So many of us, so, so many of us have, have heard it before, but I personally had never seen it in real life action like this popping off of the page, right? So Philippians 4, 12 through 14. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. I can do all this through Christ who strengthens me. Christian or not, so many of us have heard that one, right? Yet, it was good of you to share in my troubles. So she was there talking to us, 
you know, and she has these 11 kids with her, and she was just, she was letting us know that, that it was Christ, right, that gives her the power to be able to do what she was doing. I don't even know how she was feeding all of them, right? I didn't, I never even saw the, the back area, right? I would assume maybe there's some bunk beds and whatnot, the, the couches that we were on, there's probably some kids that sleep there. But yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how she, she feeds all of them and everything. And, uh, you know, she, she just kept talking to us. She made us tea, right, that hospitality thing. We had just completely intruded into her house. You know, we, we made, made tea, she started making bread for us and everything. It was, you know, awesome, best tea I've really pretty much ever had. The experience probably made it better, too. And so she ends up, uh, ends up telling us, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a lot. It doesn't matter if you have a little. You have Jesus and you have everything. I was like, wow. You know, do you want to come to Hope Community Church in Ridley Park and come preach to us? Like, this is, you're giving us a good word, you know? It doesn't matter if you have a lot or you have a little. You have Jesus and you have everything. And it was, it was so, so wonderful, that entire experience. And it brought Philippians 4, 12 to 14 to me just immediately. So when she was speaking, that content in all circumstances, I mean, I couldn't, that was going through my life, going through my head. Uh, just, I couldn't stop thinking about what an example that was of that scripture. And the last piece I want to uh, talk about, last story to, uh, to really illuminate is uh, it's about vision, the vision clinics, right, that, that we did. And um, <clears throat> it, was, it was so wonderful. Um, and let's just uh, let's start with the Scripture, right? So it's uh, the Gospel of Mark. It's chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. I'm just going to read the Scripture. Then Jesus came to Bethsaida, and they, brought him, and they brought a blind man to him and begged Jesus to touch him. So Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when Jesus had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked him if he saw anything. And the man looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. Right, and, and of course, I mean, we have God walking on earth. He could have healed the man instantly. There, you have other miracle accounts, right, where Jesus provides vision healings and he does heal them immediately. And, you know, there's so many different uh, truths and angles that you can look at this for, for for a teaching moment, right, which is what, not a single wasted line in the Bible. It's so <laughs> wonderful in terms of a piece of literature you know, by far the best piece of literature, you know, in my opinion, of all time. So, um, and it's such a teachable, teachable moment. And I think the story that we have here is one piece that really pops that to life. And continuing on, right? So he sees the men like trees walking. <clears throat> Keep that in mind, right? Still partly, partly blind. Then Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. So when we were doing the, the vision clinics, um, you, saw the, you saw the charts that were, that were up on, on the walls. And uh, so on this particular day, I was, uh, that's, that's what, what I was doing. I was the, uh, the, 
the person that, that was really showing the different letters. So, so we had a, uh, a lady, and she was with her mom, and um, you could just tell, tell she was really downtrodden, right, just, just down about life. And, uh, and her mom was, you know, really directing her, and she, uh, she couldn't, I mean, just directing her, right, and couldn't really even completely tell all the way where she was going. Her mom was helping her come down the step and whatnot. We were outside, you know, in this, in this particular situation. And uh, so she comes over to where she's, she's looking at the chart, and then I'm over on this side, and I'm pointing out the different letters, and we had uh, Peter, who was talking to the mom and her in Swahili. And, uh, and so, you know, I don't know on, on my end completely what's going on. You know, I just see her coming through like, like this. And uh, so it has, he has four different pairs of glasses, and, uh, and he knows what the chart says, right? So he tells me to start at line one. And so he gives her the first, the first pair of glasses, and, uh, you know, she's, you can tell, sad, Right, and then so so I point to to the E, which is number one, right? And she can she can see the E, and you know she says E, and then then I point to the C and the F, and she can't see it, right? So which is just about legally blind, clinically blind. And uh, so then Peter, right? Uh, the Kenyan, the one that that you saw up there in the picture, he gives her a pair of uh, glasses. And so she, she puts on the pair of glasses, and, you know, that this is all happening so quickly, right, in, in the moment. And uh, so then, you know, I point again to the C and the F, and she can read the C, <clears throat> and she can read the F, right? And then uh, go to line three, and I'm showing her line three, and, you know, she can start reading line three, and her eyes, like, like twitching, right? And, and it's, it's kind of tearing, and, and I didn't know if it was, like, some anxiety, sort of a twitch that she had or, or something along those lines. And uh, <clears throat> so it, it continues doing that. And, and so go to line four, and she can read that. Line five, she can read that. Line six, she can read that. Down to line eight, and she reads line eight, and that's 2020 vision. Right? And, and so she, and <clears throat> she's with her mom. And uh, still, you know, her, her eyes twitching, right, and the, the tearing up thing, and, and, and I, I don't know what's going on on, on my end, right? And then um, she, you know, still just, you know, not in the best of spirits and, and just, you know, leaves. And, and on that day, we were doing a, uh, a vision clinic, and that was, was at the church, and then we were also doing a uh, water filter, and that was about, you know, 100 yards away or so at, at a community center, right, a different building. So uh, I had no idea, right, what happened, but apparently then her and her mom went over there, they got water filters, and then she came back, and uh, she was with her mom, and at first I didn't even know it was the same person. She was radiating with joy and was like, thank you so much, like this is so wonderful what you did, like just radiating beauty, a brand new person, like, like a brand new creation, and it was wondrous to see, and then I found out later when we did the devotions at night, every night we would always do devotionals as, as a team when we got back to, to where we were staying, and she had gone around and thanked everyone that, that so, so profusely, and there's a, there's a picture um, where she's hugging Kathy and, and she's crying, right, just out of tears of joy, and when I saw her, it was, I mean, I, <laughs> she, was, she was a new person.
is a new person. And you think about how often that happens for us here, right, in, in the U.S., right? That's one example of something that, that, that was a, you know, you could call it a, a miracle to, to her, right? So Jesus did it, and it was overtly, you know, but he talks about the Holy Spirit, and you will do greater things than I, and just pondering here, right? But, but I wonder, you know, what those types of things are. And if we, if we overlook things and we just chalk them up to the, to the ordinary, you know, now we give out contacts by the millions just in the U.S. All right, and cancer we cure, medicine for depression, so many different, different illnesses that, that we help. And we just, we don't, we don't, we don't see the beauty in it. And just this one circumstance and her, you know, she was so happy and joyous about it, she couldn't even hold back her tears. And, and I wonder if just that universal concept in general, right, God's creation, the wonder, right, trees, just waking up in general, if, if we're just, just missing out on the, on the beauty of the Holy Spirit and the beauty of God just, just in general in so many different ways. I know I am, right? So I, I, didn't, I didn't grow up Christian, right? Um, <clears throat> I know what it's like to be on the side of living with Jesus, and I know what it's like to be on the side of not, and I would never go back, nor can I even imagine going back, right? The gift that God has given us in the Holy Spirit, in the eternal view, in, in heaven, and just everything that comes along with, with the fruit of the Spirit. And I, I can't, can't imagine going back. And, and I want, to me personally, I know that, that I don't, I'm not constantly aware of all these beautiful acts that are going on. And it's, it's, it's unique, it's, it's a little odd for me even to try and call it a, a miracle or a healing. You know, for some people, maybe it's easier, right? If, maybe if you grew up as a Christian, maybe you feel differently about it, but, but it's, not, it's not easy for, for me to do, for me to, to qualify it as that. Right? James 1.17, everything good is from God. So, you know, why, why would we not look at it that way? Something to, to ponder. And then the transformational power of Jesus, just, just in general. When we look at those kids, right, and being able to share, having a treasure that we're able to share, what I've seen it do in my life personally, and the miracles that, that I've actually literally seen uh, in, the, in the pews as, as we speak, right, of putting all of your trust in God and not letting the worldly problems or the worldly advice or worldly things tell you what to do. And then marveling at God just in general, right, with, with, with vision, with what we saw there. And then, and then seeing God just every morning when, when we wake up. Right? Is the first thing that you do when you wake up just think about God? Because I know that's, that's not... I try... Right, we have a prayer group in the morning. I, I try, but when I when I wake up my you know when I open my eyes in the morning, I mean I know for me you know God isn't the first thing that I think about. 
And I hope that it can be for all of us. Maybe it is for some of you. You know, maybe it's not, but I, it starts right there. Right? An eternal Father in heaven that changed everything for, for the kids. And if you do already, right, if that's the first thing that you think about is God, then growing in the fruit of the Spirit. Right? Growing in love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. As we had talked about small groups, right? So community. Growing in forgiveness, generosity. Right? So we can, we can always be growing. And if you think like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm perfect, right? I got it all. Nobody's got it all together. Right? So I, I would ask for hands raised on having it all together, but I, I, I don't. <laughs> and then, um, so in, in generosity too, right? Thinking about generosity and, and what it takes to make things happen. And really that spiritual discipline. And just that, that continuous sanctification process. And then thinking again, right? Contemplating on that content in all circumstances. And Paul, right, when he was writing that letter, he was from jail, he was in jail, you know, in terrible conditions, you know, writing that, that letter and being able to say, I'm content in all circumstances and I can do all things through Christ and having that confidence all the time, right, and not, not wavering, praying unceasingly, right, all of the time, Jesus moving through us, right? So it's, it's, it's such a wonder, right? It doesn't, it doesn't matter where we are right now, right? But it all starts with that posture of God being our first thought in the morning. Right? Our first thought when we open our eyes being God. And if that's if you're already there, then and moving on from, from there. And and what Mama C had said too, Mama Cecilia, right, with with doesn't matter if I have a lot, doesn't matter if I have a little, I have Jesus, so I have everything. And then as time, you know, moves on, right, so, so with all these fruit of the Spirit, you know, ultimately becoming more and more Christ-like, working towards perfection, right, which we'll never see completely until heaven, but the ultimate hope, right, that Jesus gave us with His sacrifice and the resurrection. And what a, what a hope that is, no matter our circumstances at all times. Let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for all of the different ways, all of the different opportunities that you've put in front. Thank you for this experience in Kenya. Thank you for the way it's illuminated life, the way it's illuminated nature, just your average day-to-day occurrences the way that it's illuminated the Bible, that it pops off the pages in a greater way. And, and I, I do pray that, that, uh, that all of us do recognize that as a church, as those that provided, as those that prayed, or, or just you know, everybody that thought about it, or even now moving forward, that we're all there. right? Your, your Spirit is so big, and God, You're moving everywhere. You're all around us as we speak. And for us just to recognize that and to appreciate that and to, to love that, and to, and to love one another, and to continue to grow in You, become more and more like You. 
and make the world a better place. In Jesus, in your name, in your ministry, let us continue. Amen.